Hey everybody, this is Sundays with Scott. I'm so glad to be back with y'all. And uh, I really uh, pray that you've had a great week this week. And uh, gosh, it's just, uh, it, what an honor it is. And I'm very humbled to be able to, uh, to speak to you today. Well, you know what? Today, this is for men, but women, I hope you're listening too. The title for today is Real Men Get In It to Win It. And this is backed up by 1 Corinthians 9.25. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but will do it to get a crown that will last forever. You know, what do I mean? What, do I, what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about sports for one thing. We're talking about crowns, prizes. And uh, let's kind of dive into this, man. I'm excited. Well, in sports, you know, intense training and dedication is required to be the best at the game. Uh, you know, I played football personally in high school, um, played in college, and it took a lot of extra training, you know, and a lot of extra time um, to, to, to get to a goal, you know, to get to that goal, to be the starter or be on the football team or, you know, or, or get a better bench press or get stronger. I mean, it just took more time, you know. It couldn't just be just during practice. I mean, you had to go in after practice. I remember the coach. I remember <laughs> I wanted to – I wasn't um, probably as talented as some of the guys, but uh, so I had to work harder. And so I asked the coach to give me the key to the weight room. And so there would be times midnight. In college, I'd be in there lifting weights for a couple hours. You know, I wanted to I wanted to do that extra to get ahead. You know, hours and hours of sweat and pain going to the sport in order to accomplish one thing, the prize. You know, growing up, I played baseball and football. I mean, I received many trophies for both sports, and at the same time, at that time, and, and, and even now, it's very, very gratifying. Well, you know what? Not too long ago, I came across uh, many boxes of accolades and trophies, and they were dusty, and they've been ignored for years. Well, these crowns of accomplishments that took so much of my life to achieve were stored in the attic and forgotten. Well, what's the real prize now? Well, for me personally, it's the crown of righteousness. We're going to talk about that today. As Christians, you know, studying the Word daily and praying to our Creator is imperative in order to grow our relationship with Him. The Word of God says we will receive crowns of righteousness each time we advance the kingdom of God. And these prizes are not rewards to be stored in an attic to collect dust. You know, in 2 Timothy 4.8, it says, Now... There is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Well, do you know what, what we get you know get to do when we, when we receive these crowns? Let's talk about the crown for, 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 one, for one second. The crown. You know, I was talking to a, a guy one day. I was mentoring, and I asked him, I said, do you want a, a little uh, 
compact car full of crowns to come up to Jesus on Judgment Day? Or do you want a do you want a convoy of Mack trucks that you get to you know uh, give Jesus these crowns? Well, you know what? The answer is you want a convoy of Mack trucks. You know that's my answer. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, we have the humbling honor when we go to heaven one day and we're at the bema seat, which is the judgment seat of Christ. To lay the crowns at Jesus' feet. You know, I personally, uh, nothing gets me more excited of the vision of one day laying these crowns at his feet and bowing down to him. And one by one, you take them and you lay it at his feet. His nailed, pierced feet. And you get to bow to him. That's our God. That's our Jesus. I see the day of judgment. Bema Seed is a huge football stadium <laughs> full of Christians who one by one are given the crowns of righteousness from Jesus to lay at his feet. When someone is called in the crowd, it, it, the crowd just goes wild, man. I mean, this is cheering. And, and, and it's like nothing we will ever experience in our life and on into eternity. Just everyone's just going crazy because your name is called in the book of life. On TV, you know, uh, you see these sporting events and people are just going nuts, man, over football, baseball, basketball, you name it. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Um, I'm a big Arkansas Razorback fan, and anyone that knows me and is close to me knows that. But years ago, before I came to know the Lord, it it, it consumed a lot of my life. I mean, I, I went to a lot of the games, and I have nothing against that, nothing at all. But what I was doing is I was idolizing this. I was putting that first before other things. When I came to know Jesus, I still love the Razorbacks, and I still love to go to some of their games. But it's no longer the priority for me. You know, it's it's a great, you know, you know. I mean, like I said, I love love doing it, but it's not the main thing in my life. Jesus is. I remember watching, uh, not watch. I was at a, con- a men's convention conference. And Tony Evans, pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Church in Dallas, Texas, he was up speaking. And and, uh, at one time, um, he was the pastor for the Dallas Cowboys football team. Well, they were playing on a Sunday, and and, uh, they had an extra box suite. And they were going to give that to Tony and, and some of his friends and said, hey, man, it's all yours. You know, well, Tony also had a conference at a small church that he had been asked to, to, to preach at. So he prayed about it, you know, and, and it wouldn't, didn't take long that the Holy Spirit answered what he needed to do. And what he told them was, you know what, I appreciate it. And, and I'm honored, you know, that you that you offered this suite to me and my family and my friends. He said, but the Dallas Cowboys didn't die on a cross for me. So I need to go to this conference. I thought, man, 
that is awesome, you know. And and I, I just say, as, as believers, we must have that kind of intensity for the Lord, like these crowds you see on TV. I mean, we need to just be never ashamed to, to shout the name of Jesus. If someone asks you if you're a believer in Christ, you stand up and you boldly, not proudly, but boldly say, yes, I am. And boy, how blessed I am to be. Nothing on this earth should be cheered for louder or worshipped more than Jesus Christ. Nothing. Well, I want to encourage you today. Be an athlete in your walk with the Lord. You got to train though, man. You got to train by studying the word. Putting others' needs before your own. You know, show and then tell the gospel to unbelievers and win souls for the kingdom. And let me say what I just, repeat what I just said. Show and tell. Okay? We can speak to someone about Christ and about the heavenly kingdom and salvation till we're blue in the face. But we got to show them. When you show them, that's when people respond. And then they'll ask you about Jesus. And then you can tell them. And by, you know, by the, by the grace of God, we pray that people that, that uh, do hear us speak about Jesus and, and show uh, his love for others, that they will ask Jesus into their life as well. All we can do is bring him to the doorstep. Jesus is standing there knocking on the door. Jesus is knocking on the door. Okay, that scripture has been totally misconstrued at times. But you read it, Jesus is the one knocking at the door. And we pray these, that, these, that an unbeliever will open that door as Jesus is ready to take him, take him in their arms. Well, when you go to meet our Lord one day, I want you to think about something. Decide what you want your legacy to say about you. What do you want people to remember about you? I pray you want to be remembered like 2 Timothy 4.7. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. And I have kept the faith. If that's on our tombstone, men, then what an honor that is to know that you have really tried to live your life in a Christian manner to show Jesus to others yeah we may have failed at many times but I always say I'll stand behind a man that fails and falls and gets back up rather than a man who never fell at all because you're trying. You're doing the best you can for Jesus. I want to say, that's awesome. I want every, every man to know that. But you know what? We need to run it to win it for Jesus. And uh, some of you out there listening to the podcast today, you know, you might be going, man, you know what, man? I just, gosh, I just, I, I, I've never really been that intentional. I didn't really know about the crowns of righteousness that I get to lay at his feet. Well, do you know Jesus? I mean, seriously, I mean, do, 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 you, do you want to have a relationship with him? 
Are you thinking, man, you know what? I, I said that prayer years ago, but I never meant that from my heart. Well, you know what? Here's your time, man. Here, here it is right now. Here's the first step to winning it for Jesus right now. So if you would, please, please repeat this prayer after me. And please know that you are saved. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of that cross, you say my sins are forgiven if I ask you to forgive me from a sincere heart. Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Lord, today, I want to start collecting crowns for you. Today, I give you my heart, my mind, and my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, listen, thank you so much, and uh, we just love you guys, you know, and and, uh, and I just, those of you who just gave your life to Jesus, I'm telling you from experience, your life is going to change in a, such an awesome, awesome way, and uh, it, it's a blast, man, being a Christian, I'm telling you right now, I've never had so much fun, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I just, I, I'm really proud of you. Well, you know what? We'd love for you to, to connect with us on Facebook. We'd love for you to go to, to Living It Up, Beginning Again. Go to our Facebook page and just comment. You know, maybe you gave your life to Christ right now and you'd like to let us know. You know, let me know. And, and you know what? Maybe you just, uh, you just have a comment. You know, you just wanted to say something. Well, we'd encourage you to like us and share us with your friends. I mean, the more we can share the gospel of Jesus, the more we can all start collecting those crowns. Well, listen, we, we, I love you, and I, and I just had a, a blast, you know, spending this uh, 14, 15 minutes with you. And I want to say thank you so much for letting me into your household today. And, uh, and until next Sunday, I want you to live it up while we're getting again.